What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Marketing Nomad Show. It's your favorite marketer and podcast host. My name is Britt. Welcome to episode number 84, where we are going to be talking about five ways to work smarter. Now, before we get into the five ways that I do have for you, let's talk about why is it important for us to work smarter? The thing is, as entrepreneurs and business owners, we've got a lot of tasks to do. I mean, you're definitely going to be nodding when you're listening to this, but we only have 24 hours a day. How are we going to fit every single task there is out there with the limited time that we do have? In a case like that, we definitely do want to maximize our productivity in the limited amount of time that we do have. And how do we maximize our productivity? By working smarter. So that's basically one of the primary reasons why, as entrepreneurs and business owners, it's important for us to focus on working smarter. We work so hard, and by working smarter, it helps to lighten the load just a little bit. Okay, now let's get into the five ways that I do have for you. The first one is to understand what exactly is your work style. This is probably one of the most common mistakes I see entrepreneurs and business owners making. They don't understand what exactly their work style is. They don't understand the style of working that is comfortable to them that can maximize their productivity. Oftentimes we read books on productivity and we immediately try to incorporate those tactics and those tips into our lives without even realizing if it actually aligns with our working style or not. Each person has their own unique working style, and it's important for you to identify what works for you specifically, okay? A few questions that you can ask yourself at this point is, well, is your concentration in little bursts or large bursts? Can you focus when many tasks are running, or are you someone who really needs to focus on one task before going to the next? Are you an intense worker, or are you a relaxed worker? Now, if I have to give myself as an example, I'm someone you would call an intense worker. I have extremely large bursts of concentration. I can sit for hours on end, but here's the catch. I cannot focus if there are multiple tasks running at the same time. I have to focus on only one task at one time. If I focus on multiple tasks at the same time, unfortunately, it does not work with my working style. I start to feel overwhelmed. I start to mess things up and it's basically a downward spiral from them. So for me, I have understood that my working style is that yes, I do have large bursts of concentration, but at the same time, I am not someone who can focus on many tasks at the same time. So I plan my schedule, I plan my calendar according to my work style. And that really lightens my load. There might be another entrepreneur who can maybe focus on many tasks running and they would create their entire schedule based on their strengths. However, this is my kind of working style. This is what works for me. This is where my strengths lie and I need to create a plan, maximize my productivity by working according to my style. All right. So that covers number one for you. Number two is group similar pieces of work together. Basically, we call it batching your work. Now, what happens when you batch your work is given that you've already started with one task, one kind of work, 
you're already in the zone. Your mind is already structured to handle that piece of work. If you switch over to another task, your mind has to reset. However, if you pick similar tasks together, what happens is your mind is already in a state to handle that task. So all it does is just continue being in that zone and that's how you accomplish your work in a better timeline, okay? So by batching your work, what you're essentially doing is you're cutting out the time that it takes your brain to reset and reanalyze a new task. Instead, you're giving your brain that time to continue in the state that it is already in. Thus, you are maximizing your productivity in the same amount of time. Okay, that was number two for you. Number three is probably the biggest <laughs> and the toughest lesson that I had to learn and that was how to say no to tasks. Honestly, guys, this is, it's been brutal learning this lesson in the last three years because I'm not someone who, you know, inherently likes to say no. I don't think anyone is actually. I, I think most people don't like saying no. And as an entrepreneur and a business owner myself, I felt an intense pressure to say yes to every single task out there. However, I realized that I was only overwhelming myself in the process and it was not really good for my business. In fact, it was hurting my business because I was taking on all of these unnecessary tasks and I wasn't focusing on the tasks that actually needed my full attention. So when you learn how to say no, what you're essentially doing is you are only picking the tasks that are absolutely important for your business, which means you are cutting short the time that you are spending on unnecessary tasks. Again, you're maximizing your productivity and not just that, you are also lightening your load, which honestly for me as a business owner and entrepreneur, it's, it's definitely a huge sigh of relief there. Okay, so that is number three for you. Number four is taking actual breaks. And when I say actual breaks, I do mean that when you are taking a break, you are not thinking about your business. One of the primary mistakes that I made during the first year of my entrepreneurial journey is that I would keep business-related tasks in my relaxed time. So if it was reading a business book, I would keep it in my break time. So even when I was taking a break, I was actually thinking about my business because the business book had so much of advice to offer and I was thinking about how to apply it to my business. So even when I was taking a break, I wasn't actually taking a break. And that's one of the most common mistakes that I see people doing. Even though they perceive they're taking a break, they're actually thinking about their business. For me, this was really, really hard to apply because I think as entrepreneurs and business owners, we're so inherently passionate about what we do and it's impossible for us to stop thinking about it. So this was a very conscious effort that I needed to make. Even when I'm cooking sometimes, I think about my business and I have to remind myself that no, I really have to focus on taking a break and relaxing my mind and take my mind off work. So when you're taking a break, make sure it's an actual break. Like you're actually taking a break. You're actually giving your mind respite from work. All right. So 
I guess one of the ways that you can implement this tip would be to make sure that whatever you are doing has nothing to do with your business. So even if you are perhaps on Instagram looking for reels, so for your business, you know, looking for reels as an inspiration for your business, basically, that's not considered a break. That's considered part of your work. However, if you were painting your nails or, you know, just relaxing, that would count as an actual break. If you're watching something related to your business on YouTube, again, that's not considered a break. A break, an actual break actually, is when you are not doing anything related to your business and you're giving your mind that time to relax. What happened to me when I did this um, in the beginning stages, you know, when I was not really taking a break is that I burned out very, very quickly. I had a massive burnout I think a year into my entrepreneurial journey and I had to take a two-month break. It was really, really intense and that was when I realized that, hey, I was making this mistake of taking breaks in coats, but actually I was not. So basically, I was working all the time and of course, you know, that led to a burnout. So when you are taking breaks, make sure that you are actually taking a break because that's just the smartest way to go, okay? That was number four for you. Number five is do what you dread doing first. And I laugh because this is a lesson that my mom taught me while growing up. And it's a very cute story that I really want to share. Uh, While growing up, of course, I was a bit of a rebel and also a very, very, very picky eater. My mom was definitely very stressed out about my eating habits. So when I was growing up, And, you know, maybe she gave me something that I didn't like eating. And then there was also something that I liked eating. What she would tell me to do is she would say, eat what you don't like first and then eat what you like. And it made sense to me, you know, because for me, if I ate what I didn't like first and then I ate what I liked, what would happen is what I liked would kind of remain in my mind because that was the last thing I ate. Okay, and as I grew up, I think I applied this concept to every single aspect of my life. So even now when I'm working and I probably I have like five tasks to do, I always first pick the task that I don't you know, want to do or I'm dreading to do it because I know that either way, okay, I will do the tasks that I like doing. But if I first start with the task that I dread, then there's less chance of me skipping it or skimping over it at some point in time. So this is definitely one of the cutest lesson I guess my mom has taught me. And it's certainly something that I apply to my business as well. So of course, the tasks in question are all important and necessary for my business. So I can't really skimp on it on another term, but there is a chance that I will procrastinate if it's a task that I don't want to do. And by doing what I dread first, I'm actually avoiding procrastination, thus working smarter. Okay, and that brings me to the very end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening all the way up until here. If you guys are not aware, I do have a small personal update. I'm going to be a soon-to-be published author very very soon my book is coming out in august 2022 
if you are interested to hear author updates basically it's updates about my book and then exclusive goodies for people on my email list then do sign up i'm going to put the link in the description box below i am very very excited about this it's definitely a venture that i have been dreaming about since i was seven years old and for me to see it all come to life it's just such an unreal feeling for me and i'm really glad that i get to share it with you if you of course want everyday updates about behind the scenes of my life as an author as an entrepreneur as a business owner and as a content creator definitely do follow me on instagram i am the marketing nomad that is at the marketing nomad on instagram as well i also give mindset tips on my instagram page I also have really nice conversations about life on my YouTube channel as well. So definitely do check out the links. I'm going to put them in the description box below. Alrighty, guys, I am going to end this podcast episode right here. I hope you are staying super safe, super healthy, and I will catch you guys in my next episode. Bye-bye.